Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I'm your host, Jordan Donnell, physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. On this week's uh, episode, we are talking all about the hymen. Yes, what role it plays, where is it located, who even has this? So, we are going to talk about the hymen today. This is our third episode in learning about the basics of female anatomy. Before we get started, let's talk a little bit about a um, something that was in the news last year. T.I., so if you're familiar, um, T.I. is a rapper, and he had come out and made a controversial statement that he takes his daughter in for virginity checks. And virginity checks are where they take a look and examine the hymen to determine if it's intact or not. And this sparked a whole lot of conversation about, is that appropriate? Should we be doing that? Um, who, As a father, like, should he be doing that? He ended up on the Red Table Talk with um, Jada Pinkett Smith and, and her mom. And kind of cleared the air that there was a lot of misconceptions to what he had to say. But that really brings up a good point. Should we be doing virginity checks? And um, by the end of this, you're going to have a solid answer on the fact that virginity checks are not, uh, they're not what you think, what you think they are. They're not worth it. So let's talk a little bit about the hymen. The hymen is a thin piece of mucosal tissue that surrounds or partially covers the external vaginal opening. It is part of the vulva. The hymen has no biological function, no role at all. Um, For some, it's half moon shaped. For others, it's different. All hymens look different. Um, Many people think that the hymen covers the entire vaginal opening, but that's actually not true most of the time. Uh, There usually is enough room to use tampons or for like your menstrual cycle to flow out of. Um, But there are situations where the hymen does completely cover the vaginal opening and then a surgical uh, procedure is needed. Um, Some women are born with minimal hymen tissue, so it appears like they don't have a hymen at all. And um, sometimes they have a very small opening and then it's called an imperforated hymen. So... Interestingly enough, the hymen changes as we age. I thought this was really interesting when I was doing my research. Um, The hymen is thick in newborns and continues that way for the first two to four years of age. And then over the next three to four years, the hymen changes and becomes relatively thin and smooth-edged membrane. And then as puberty approaches, the hymen thickens and becomes increasingly elastic. So um, I thought that was really interesting that it kind of changes over time. Now, one of the big topics is that during your first intercourse experience, your hymen breaks. And that is the myth that we are going to be busting today. So Not everyone experiences the hymen being stretched with their first vaginal intercourse experience. It can be stretched doing sports. It can be stretched stretched with self-exploration using toys or fingers. It can be stretched using menstrual products such as tampons. 
And once the hymen is stretched open, it doesn't grow back. So at the end of the day, the hymen being intact does not indicate um, someone not being sexually active or, or not. You really can get no information based on examining the hymen. Um, so it should not be used as a physical marker of virginity. Now, with T.I.'s situation, I think that he was more trying to protect his daughter and was showing his support for her by going to, um, going to her gynecology appointments and being there to support her and not necessarily, he wasn't in the room, he wasn't asking questions about it, so he was definitely misinterpreted. As a provider who is doing pap smears and is um, doing physical exams for women, I will tell you that we, at least in my training, I was not trained on how to do a hymen check. I was not trained to examine the hymen. Um, And I think that's kind of the case for a lot of medical professionals in that um, everybody's hymen looks different. We're We're not really even trained to do this, quote, hymen check. And I think that's because there is no validity in doing virginity checks or hymen checks. Now, the other thing that we want to talk about when it comes to hymens is there is a lot of cultural um, viewpoints about the hymen. So there are some cultural, some cultures that believe that breaking of the hymen is meant to be painful And um, because of this, women's first intercourse is a painful experience. But in reality, it's the anxiety of anticipating that pain that creates that painful experience. And also, uh, poor vaginal lubrication. Um, Let's just think about this. Like, you don't even know what you're doing quite yet. It's your first sexual encounter. And um, all of that leading together a lot of times is just going to create a more painful experience. Now, in other cultures, when you marry, um, when, when you get married, it is expected that the husband produce bloody sheets to prove that his wife was a virgin. And so that is one of the other big cultural misbeliefs about the hymen. And, um, Interestingly, the hymen only has has very few blood fe- blood vessels, so even if they're torn, they may not have significant bleeding. It's I mean, it's gotten to the point where in some places they're doing a procedure called hym well, how do I say this correctly? Hymoplasties, where they're um, restoring the hymen, hymenplasties, prior to the wedding night to ensure bleeding with intercourse on the wedding night. So there is a lot of focus about the hymen, its role in virginity, its role in women's sexuality. And the reality is the hymen doesn't really mean anything. Um, For some ladies, their hymen may still be intact when they're sexually active and it doesn't break all the way. So at the end of the day, virginity checks are a load of crap. Um, Hymen checks are useless. And uh, they don't give you any information. So keep that in mind. You know, if you have young girls at home um, or when talking about the hymen, just keep that in mind. 
So that is everything for today's episode on the hymen. I know that's a really short episode, but I really wanted to address the hymen and the cultural beliefs about the hymen. I think it's important to be aware of different cultures and beliefs. I I would be curious to hear about your first sexual experience. Did you bleed? Did you not bleed? Was it painful? Tell me more about your culture. What are some other beliefs out there about the hymen? I know that those are just a couple that are there and there are many other beliefs about the hymen. So that wraps up the this episode. Uh, this is the last episode on the basics of female anatomy. Our next episode, we are talking all about female sexual response cycle and orgasms. This podcast is sponsored by Intimacy Coaching by Jordan Donnell. Have you ever desired more from your sex life or feel like you're having good sex but curious about how to make it even better? Are you desiring a deeper intimate connection with yourself? Or maybe you are dealing with desire and arousal concerns or struggling with communicating your desires with your partner. If you're hearing this and thinking, hmm, that might be me and you're curious to learn a bit more, let's chat. I would love to talk with you more to see if working with me is a good fit for you. To learn more about intimacy coaching with Jordan Donnell, go to coaching.jordandonnell.com. Thank you for listening to this podcast. So thank you so much for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss another episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you next week.